What'd you just say? What up, my guy? Hello and welcome back to the What Up My Guy podcast. I'm your host, Aleth Pashi. Some people call me Pashi, some people call me Allie, but if you don't know me at all or if you're new here, feel free to just call me my guy. The New Year's coming up and we've all seen that meme of the girl with the baggage walking up the steps into the new year and she leaves behind like fake friends and negativity and jealousy and all that other stuff. And then she steps into the new year with the knapsack with like focus and love and faith and protecting her peace and money and all that shit. But one of the biggest things that people want to change in the new year is working out and getting their bodies together. And this year has been different though, because some people have been in the house since March and a lot of cities don't have gyms available and open to them. And some of that COVID weight sticking, like instead of the freshman 15, it's the COVID-19 people are gaining. And I decided it'd be a good idea to talk to a different, um, a few different health and fitness professionals as we enter into the new year so that all of my guys can truly transform into being the best version of themselves. And with all that being said, I'm here with one of my best friends, Keith Lamar Pace Jr. Keith is an exercise physiologist, business owner of Health as Wealth LLC, and also a certified personal trainer. He's an LA Rams fan and a card carrying member of the Faithful Black Man community. <laughs> he basically does all the things fitness. We met in college and have been really close friends ever since. I've definitely been his common sense of voice of reason during the bulk of our friendship, but he's grown up into an upstanding young man. So first of all, Keith, how are you? What's happening? I miss you. How are you doing? Miss you too. I'm good. I'm good. I haven't seen you in so long. When I'm back in the city, we need to kick it in like a COVID safe absolutely, absolutely. manner, you know, get some shots across, you know, eight, six to eight foot long table. <laughs> that might kill me now. I ain't got it like I used to. You're right. Just one singular shot. Oh yeah, that's, I'm down for that for sure. Well, this is not college anymore, but let's get nope. into it. Let's just hop in. Um, like I said, you do all of the things fitness and it's kind of crazy. You do all of it, but talk about your background and what made you get into just the world of fitness. Um, really? So with fitness, honestly, it started because I was an athlete. I mean, that's kind of like the easiest route to transition to, in my opinion, if you're coming from like all things fitness, you know, being a Kobe fan, Kobe Stan. RIP okay. to my goat. You know, <laughs> and then uh, D Wade Stan, like that's, I mean, I just gravitate towards football and basketball. But starting out, really, man, that's probably, that's probably where I started was, yeah, being an athlete. And then it transitioned over to, I couldn't, be an athlete anymore i mean all of us ain't blessed to go d1 d2 or d3 we gotta right you know kick it into regular person life soon sooner than most actually but whatever um that's really how i got into it is you know honestly sports 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 okay and so you chose your major in college and that was kind of related to that so talk about like your major and like what you kind of went through in that process and kind of how that got you to where you're at now gotcha so I started out as an athletic training major um really I wasn't feeling athletic training but I thought it was the only thing I can get into because I mean I didn't know any better I'm thinking like all right so Athletic training should be similar. I don't mind dealing with injuries. Mm -hmm. But when I got into my first semester, I was like, uh, no, 
<laughs> cannot do it. So then I went and talked to my advisor. Um, and from there, they were like, oh, we got to exercise science. It's more prehab than rehab. I was like, okay, Tell I can do more. that. I'm not a big <laughs> fan of rehab, so let's do prehab. Yeah. Basically, you know, that's, you know, working out in a nutshell is what everybody thinks it is, but there's so many more dimensions to it, so. Yeah, and so you've been a personal trainer for quite some time, and that's something that people going into the new year, they're looking for. They're like, I need a new gym, or can anyone recommend me a trainer? And that's kind of people's like frame of thought as they want to make these changes. So on the flip of like, how do you train with someone? But like, what are some common mistakes that you've seen people make in that process? So whether it's mistakes in choosing a trainer or mistakes that they make once they're working with you one-on-one, like what are some of those mistakes that you see that are common? Um, The biggest mistake is the new year mistake of jumping right into it and thinking you can from literally ground zero, well, I'm going to go to the gym five days a week. I'm like, okay, you can try that but you're going to burn out by probably mid-February at the latest, um, just because that's a lot of stress to add on to the already stress that you have. Mm -hmm. Um, And the body can only do so much. I mean, it does tap out every once in a while. So a lot of, you know, jumping in it. Granted, you want to be, I mean, I'm all for the gung-ho spirit. If you can do it, you can do it. But most average people that are starting from ground zero that just want to start working out cannot jump in five days a week. Um, really with the training aspect um the problem really is some of the trainers uh if we being honest because everybody doesn't come from the four-year degree background you can get a personal training cert like right offline right okay and then people start doing personal training they won't do the research and um you can get into a lot of legal issues and stuff like that with personal training because there are some pitfalls that we'll eventually get into. But yeah, a lot of people just start way too fast. That's and I mean, honestly, it's some it ends up being a lack of motivation because after like a month and a half, you really don't see the progress you saw in the first month. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. people are like, Well, I'm not losing weight, and then they don't see the weight falling off on you. And then they just lose the motivation and it fades away. So a little bit of those. Yeah. So obviously some people just shouldn't jump in like five days a week going hard, hitting the gym. But what are some of the things like for your clients that you recommend? Like, do you recommend just starting off like one or two days or what are obviously it's different for every client individually. But like if you could give like a general baseline, like what would be the most um, I would say efficient way to kind of start into getting into the gym or into working out if your gym is closed due to COVID. Gotcha. Um, so really with start now, I would say the easiest thing you can do is literally go for walks. Like if you're starting from anywhere, you can easily go for a walk. Um, and that is something you can incorporate in your everyday life. Um, and then in regards to, you know, other things, I would say stretching. Um, you can do that on your own. And most people should stretch uh, because, I mean, a lot of the problems we have, you know, because a lot of us sit at tables all day and type on the computer, especially in this COVID time, is tight muscles, tight hips, X, Y, and Z. And that's probably why you're going to see some issues. But um, stretching, walking every day. um, If you're going to go to a gym, walk on a treadmill. um, Use machines if you're going to do weight. 
um, just because you don't want to do the complex movements unless somebody is there watching you. Um, yeah, really just get up and move. Like, plain and simple, just get up and move. Start somewhere. Yeah. yeah, one of the things, like, especially like now, I struggled at first, like working at home. Um, just cause like, I just felt like all day was work because I would just close my laptop and I'm still in my living room or like, I'm still in my kitchen. And so one of the things that I started doing was when the work day ended, I would clean everything up. And then I would literally just go on like a half hour walk, listen to a podcast, listen to some music and then come back. And I almost treated that like my commute. And I never factored that into my working out, but like, then I'd look at my watch and be like, dang, I worked out that much today. But really it was just that walk and it wasn't hard. Like it was so easy. I didn't fall behind on my podcasts, which was super important because when I don't have a commute, I don't really listen to podcasts as much. Um, so no, that's super good advice just to get somebody just to ease in. Like you don't have to start off as like an Instagram trainer, like doing crazy box jumps and looking cute in those Gymshark leggings. Like it doesn't have to be like that just to get started. Absolutely, absolutely. Do not, I tell everybody, cause I teach a bootcamp class on Monday and Wednesday at like 9.45. Um, I say, listen, we're going at your pace. Don't, don't look at everybody else and be like, oh, I gotta keep up with them. No, go at your pace. You'll get done when you get done. And we'll go from there. Got to mm -hmm. start somewhere. That makes, I mean, that makes sense. Um, but you talk about using machines and the gym can be super intimidating to people, especially like if they've never played a sport before, if they've just never gone to the gym before, when it comes to like machines and different types of weights and things like that, what are some ways to just like ease into utilizing those things? the easiest way a lot of machines have directions on them so if you're scared to ask someone or anything like that literally look for directions um because i work for the ymca um doing wellness there as the wellness director and a lot of the machines we have literally have directions step by step on them it's like the little that doesn't work usually, out like the little sticker on the inside of the machine yep okay. yep and then the next one I would say, go ask a trainer. Yes, some of them, if they're really gung-ho, they'll try and sell you on some training. You might not want to do that. You might just want to ease into the training because you feel like they might push you too hard or something like that. Ask a trainer because at the end of the day, they're going to help you. Um, and they will guide you through. I mean, stuff like that. So ask someone. Ask someone, ask someone, ask someone, because I see a lot of people that just walk around the gym, don't know what they're doing, looking at machines um, and stuff like that. When it could all be solved, if you just ask someone. Closed mouths don't get fed. <laughs> Closed mouths you know? do not get fed. Also, like in talking to my friends who are like new to the gym and everything else, one thing that I've heard is like super common within my friend circle, at least, is they'll go to the gym at like super, super early or super, super late so that when they are looking at the directions on the machine, it's not like awkward because there's nobody around them like looking at them do it. And so they're like, oh yeah, I went to the gym at like nine o'clock when they closed at 11 for like two weeks, just so I could understand how to use these machines. And then they were more comfortable going during the day when people were there because then they could look like they already like shit, I know what's going on. So that's kind of how they finessed around it. So I just feel like people need to like figure out what works for them and then implement it absolutely hey, that's that's definitely finessing going there super early mm. 
The new super light. Okay. It's a finesse. You got to finesse. I mean, the gym's intimidating. And like, I'm an athlete and I still get intimidated going to the gym because there's people there that are like lifting crazy and like lifting heavy. And I'm like, I'll be over here with my 20s, like my 20 dumbbells. Oh, trust me. I, I know how that goes. Because <laughs> I, sometimes even as a trainer, you look at some, certain people and be like, Yo, you lifting like 500 pounds right now. Like, uh, let me go ahead and. Like, what are you doing all that for, sir? Like, that's a lot. Or exactly. man, like, that is a lot. Like, you're stressing like you're me out. You're just big and strong for no reason. You for no reason. Like, you work at T-Mobile. Right? <laughs> you work man, at crushing headsets. Crushing headsets. Working for Sprint and T-Mobile after the merger. <laughs> but on the flip side, we know that, you know, a lot of gyms are closed in different parts of the country. I know in Ohio, some gyms are closing slowly or shortening their hours. In California, where I live, gyms have never been open since March. And so people have had to find different ways to start working out. And I know for some, going to the gym is that motivation, like getting out of their house and being able to go. But what are some ways, like aside from walking, like in the house or in the front yard or on the porch or whatever in the living room that people can just start and ease into you know making those changes um for starters uh i mean simply walking i mean there's a bunch of routines at home as well that you can look up on youtube um youtube is like the greatest thing since sliced bread when it comes to working out because all you got to do is look up a quick 20 minute workout routine if you want to burn some calories you can do that um what else resistance bands you can get some resistance bands like i said look up another youtube video look up exercises on the internet intimidate me i don't know why like why are they so intimidating i promise you they freak me out if i see a workout with resistance bands i'm not doing it really they are really intimidating to me and i don't i don't i don't know why i don't know if you have like seen that in your clients or if they feel comfortable because you're with them but resistance bands stress me bf out i mean i get it i get it it ain't for everybody that's why you can get light dumbbells you know get you some 15 10 15 pound dumbbells uh that's what happened with like a lot of stores like target walmart and all that i mean people started to get the little dumbbells and Mm -hmm. um barbells and uh massage balls and x y and z man sold out and i think they're still sold out a lot of people were selling dumbbells like reselling dumbbells on the internet like it was like a jordan flip like they were trying to flip some sneakers like i saw somebody trying to resell some 15s for 50 dollars each excuse me 50 dollars each as if those things were not six dollars a piece at target like people were wilding like y'all thought it was toilet paper no it was workout stuff that's like, crazy yes like people were serious like i was like y'all not y'all not serious because you that's, know like yeah that's crazy the- man. i ain't i because I, I didn't look at i didn't care because um at the time i was i was working anyway and i was mm-hmm. out and about but i didn't hear mm-hmm. anything about you know folks trying to resell fitness equipment Yeah, because, you know, like when COVID hit, nobody knew when the gyms were going to reopen. So they were like, I'm going to make a home gym and I'm going to work out every day. And some people did, some people didn't. But I, somebody who was working out every day, I was like, you know what? I think I need some 15s because I had like 10s and I had 20s and 25s. I was like, let me get some 15s, you know, lower weight for me, higher reps, you know. 
and I look to get 15s and motherfuckers selling these, like there's some cement threes on Black Friday. Like I was so stressed. No good, no good. <laughs> yes, I said cement threes. I don't even know what year those released. It was like 2012, but whatever. <laughs> um, but talk to me, we talked about motivation in people like finding their motivation or losing their motivation. What are some like, and one of those biggest things is just consistency. I know consistency is a way that some people stay motivated, but what are some do's and don'ts that are important when it, it comes to consistency and, you know, we talk about how many days Ooh. to uh, work out a week and all those things. Like what are some, um, just what are some do's and don'ts when it comes to being consistent? Um, being consistent, really? Uh, that's tough because looking at it, from how I look at it is a little bit different because I look at consistency as either you want to or you don't like there's no especially with working out because like you're gonna have some days where you're like uh I don't know if I can do this and those are usually the days you get your best workout like if you really think about it the days you really don't be wanting to go mm-hmm. are the ones you get your best workout mm-hmm. so I get that it's a want to thing but I would say the biggest thing is don't start out um trying to lose 20 pounds don't look at this big goal look at smaller goals so like let's just say let's lose one pound one week and then we'll go another pound another week take it in increments because if you just look at the long goal and you don't see the results you want to you'll be like most people will just be like oh well i'm not gonna get there anyway and then fall off right right um so yeah just make small jumps instead of you know trying to take that one giant leap um that's really the biggest one I honestly would give anybody. Okay. Cause all right, you know, I mean, you've been, we're friends. We talk almost mm-hmm. every day, maybe every other, you know, I've lost like 40 something pounds since January. Yeah. Yeah. You did tell 40, me. That's crazy. That's crazy. It's wild. I don't even know. I don't know. 40 something. But one of the things was just like, I didn't want to do it. Maybe 90% of the time. Like I had no desire but keeping that same schedule for me was consistency. So not even just going every day, but going at the same time on the days that I needed to go. Absolutely. Like that for me was consistency. So I know consistency looks different and is like defined differently by everyone. Yeah. Cause like, if I didn't go at the time I said I was going to go, I, I wasn't going to do it. So I know that's huge for me anyway. So I know everybody yeah. has like their own thing, but it's important too for people to like, just like test it out. Like what is it like trial and error? Just like throw it at the wall, see what sticks. Like does the morning work for you? Does yeah, it's really like, a trial and error thing yeah. because I started, I initially was like an afternoon person, like after I get off a shift or something like that. And mm-hmm. then I, I don't know what happened. Something clicked in me <laughs> and I had to flip the mornings. Um, initially because i was you know personal training and with personal mm-hmm. training it's a split shift but we'll get into that so i just started getting in the habit after you know doing my two or three clients in the morning i would you know work out and then i just kept working out at around the same time so usually best time for me is 7 30 to 10 mm-hmm. um because then i can get it out the way stuff like that um and i committed myself to like two days a week mm-hmm. why because i'm busy um, stuff like that. So I can pick any two days out the week. Um, allow yourself to be flexible and stick to certain times. Mm-hmm. So any two days out the week between eight and ten. That's fair. That's fair. 
Um, another thing that you talked about, and like, I just feel like you and I are just having a conversation, like, sorry for everyone that's listening. Um, but one of the other things you talked about was like, just not looking at the scale. I don't, I stepped on the scale once in March and I didn't step on the scale again, I think until like July or August. But one thing I did do was I had two outfits that I would try on once a month and to see if they fit differently because sometimes it's not pounds it's inches it's like body Mm -hmm. composition and everything out there's so many different things when it comes to like your health and um just like your fitness journey and so I just remember I I had no idea how much I weighed like in the whole middle of that couldn't tell you what my ups and downs were but I can tell you that my little black overalls fit like a champ in August I can tell you that there you go (laughs) so it's just different for everybody. And I know it's easy to get like, to be married to that number that's on the scale. It's so easy to like, absolutely, see it absolutely. and like obsess over it. Or you uh, yeah, never I've seen a lot of people, a lot of people come up and ask me literally um, like what you were saying, like certain people would be like, I want to lose 20 pounds, but they don't realize like in order to do that, you have to gain muscle. Muscle weighs more mm-hmm. than fat. So if you know any, anything about that, you're going to weigh more at first because you're gaining the muscle. You're going to lose the inches as well mm-hmm. and tone up, but you might end up weighing a little bit more and then you might start to drop the weight after. So what do you say to your female clients? I'd be like, I don't want to lift weights because I'm going to look manly or I'm going to look bulky or those that identify as female that say that. What do you, oh, how do you Lord. combat that? Cause I hear that a lot, just like in my day to day with like the patients that I work with. The only reason I, I sigh is because that's literally genetically impossible. Tell me more. <laughs> because, okay, so think about it like this. With that whole dynamic, men have a lot of testosterone, and that's usually why we can pack on so much muscle. Um, we're mm-hmm. just built different. Like, we're designed to pack on muscle. Women, not so much. So, literally, you cannot there's no way possible unless you take some type of supplement steroid or anything like that it's genetically not possible for you to look like a man it's just why is that so like why is that such a common misconception do you think really i don't know because i feel like it's just associate people see the big strong guys in the gym and they just Mm -hmm. assume well these guys are lifting a whole lot of weight so fair Mm-hmm. you end up looking like that i'm like no mm-hmm. no 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 not <laughs> no 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 not possible no no <laughs> those, those guys eat probably three times what you eat in a day so if you eat three thousand calories he's probably eating about nine. Oh wow okay talk to me about food really quick I, we're gonna get into your llc and i want you to like talk about your business and how that got started but talk to me about food and how important that is when it comes to making these changes like to make it a true lifestyle change Okay, so you can't deep dive into that either because you're going to hate it. So what I would say is start switching out things like or changing just little lifestyle habits. So let's just say you go out to eat three times a week. Let's cut it down to two or one time a week over time. Um, Let's just say you love to eat um, honey buns, chips, you know, late night snack. Everybody loves a late night snack. Switch it out with an apple or banana or fruit or something like that. But that's not um, fun when you're watching Netflix. It's, it's not, not fun to eat an you, apple and watch Netflix. 
I mean, it depends. <laughs> you can eat popcorn. Popcorn is popcorn oh, is low. Okay. In calories. Um, okay. You can eat. There's a lot of things. It's just you don't need to eat that sugar late night. Sure. So I would say start switching out snacks for, you know, fruits veg- and vegetables. I mean, if you like carrots and ranch, eat that. I love carrots. Did you say that? Because I love carrots. See, because uh-huh. I love carrots uh-huh. so much. I'm gonna turn I'm into a rabbit. You already know how to be. Like I will legit probably turn into a rabbit soon. Like I, not even just like baby carrots. Like you know, like the big ass like Bugs Bunny carrots. I will oh, yeah. wash those and just eat them. What? I know I'm weird. I know. I thought you were talking so- about the mini carrots. Oh, I'll be eating them too. Don't don't even worry about us. We are. I eat those too. I don't discriminate. I've never met a carrot I didn't like, unless people like honey glazes too much. But I've never okay. met a carrot I didn't like. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah just i mean switch out fruits and vegetables and then start looking at you know trying to cut portion sizes down you don't have to change out food just cut your portion sizes down mm-hmm. instead of eating like you know for the guys i know everybody likes to eat a whole pizza eat half the pizza for the women um if you like wings you like you an eight piece wing get you a four piece wing Kid sizes. That was my like trick in my head. Um, when I like, I love Wendy's. I'm a full 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 eating ass bitch. I, I'm a full 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 ass bitch. But what I started doing instead of getting like adult sizes when I wanted Wendy's, I would use mm-hmm. kids meal because like it's smaller and I could get apples. See what yep, I did there. There you go. So like that was like my small change, and like obviously everyone has their own thing, but I feel like it's really important. It's important for people to realize like you can still do like your normal life, but mm-hmm. like do it in moderation. Like that's why I drink dark liquor. Not gonna lie, because it's less calories. So I, yeah, I feel that. That's literally why I drink dark. I mean, I also really enjoy dark liquor, but it's less calories than like a beer um, or mm-hmm. certain other types of liquor. So catch me drinking. I think the one thing I would say to everybody and a lot of people do it already um, is drink water, drink a whole lot of water, drink a whole lot of water. Mm-hmm. What is that? that benefit? I, mean, I know some people like, don't understand like what the benefit is, but that's always like people's first thing. How'd you lose weight? I drink water. Like what is the correlation? I mean, really, I mean, just think of it this way. Your body is, I think over, I can't remember the number, but it's above 60% water. Mm -hmm. So in order to even function, um, help your skin, all that stuff, you got to drink water. Um, Stay hydrated. So. Don't be out here thirsty. Exactly. Don't be out here thirsty. Um, so hydration. I know hydration also has a lot to do with recovery. And so Absolutely. that leads us straight into your LLC, which I'm super excited and happy about. So just talk to just tell me all the things. Like talk to me about the name of your LLC and how you got started and the premise and just all of the things. Got you, got you, got you. All right. So um really I got started um working for this chiropractor right and i just needed a job i was looking for a way out of my other job and really you made it sound like you was looking for a way out the hood i was just looking for a way out i was just trying to get out the lido man (laughs) listen i was in the gutter at one point got it out the mud straight to the chiropractor's office you know all my toledo people understand mud mate but 
I did not mean to cut you off. I am so sorry. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, at the chiropractor's office, I did a whole lot of like soft tissue work, stretching, stuff like that. Made a whole lot of good relationships, saw the benefits. Um, because I dealt with a lot of athletes, and I mean, I have a passion for athletes, along with, you know, the regular community like us, um, but a lot of athletes, and I was like, yeah, I'm really feeling this. This is low-key similar to massage, so I started doing some research, because I did, I worked with a couple of massages, I got some massage um, lessons and stuff like that, and I was like, yo, this is dope, and we do very similar stuff. Um, it's just as a stretching soft tissue therapist, they don't pay you like they should. Right. Um, so I was like, man, I want the big dollars. So pay me, pay me what you're going to pay what you owe. You feel <laughs> you pay what it costs. That's what future said. Future said it best. Pay what it don't, costs. Don't quote that toxic man. We just said you're part of the wholesome black man community and you're going to you're gonna quote future i'm quoting the artist not the man mm, mm, that's for another day we'll talk about that later oh, <laughs> but no. keep going so the um they weren't getting paid what they deserve so you yeah so um really it was like an easy transition for me i had like all the prereqs because exercise science and massage therapy are literally in the same realm it's health and fitness so mm-hmm. um after that i was doing some research and i talked to some massage therapists i was like i'm going i want to start my own business i want to get paid what i need to get paid um and all else feel if i get busy enough i got my own income right. and i can make my right. own hours shout out to black owned businesses we love to you see feel it. me like we love to see it yeah man i'm i'm all for the black owned business Man, do what you got to do. Figure out your own lane. That's probably the biggest thing I got because I read it out of the book. It was like, find your own lane. Mm-hmm. And it had a little chapter that was probably five pages. And I was like, all right. That's when it clicked on, like, I need to go pursue this because I'm passionate about it. And those five pages are what did it for you. Yep. Easy. I love that. So what, so just talk to me about like soft tissue massage and just how that is beneficial to the average person, not just an athlete. Okay. Um, a lot of it has to do with maintenance care because a lot of us are under a lot of stress. Um, we're sitting at a desk all the time. We're dealing with children. Um, we're dealing with, you know, family issues, family drama, friend drama, all that. So our muscles will tighten up, tense up. And with massage and soft tissue therapy, it's really keeping those kinks. If you ever heard someone say, it feels like I got a knot here mm-hmm. um, or something like that that's getting those knots out that's getting the tissue moving um and allowing you to be able to move in proper ranges of motion just so you can function properly at the end of the day we all want to feel you know normal no issues stuff like that um and investing in your body is the best way to do that so so if someone were to want to hire you to do this because that is something that you do in your business and we're going to plug all of like your business info and everything into the description um but talk me through like what does a session with you look like um so with my business 
I'm technically not allowed to be a massage therapist yet because I'm in school right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of it, I do soft tissue therapy because under the exercising exercise physiologist umbrella, I can do that. Um, mm-hmm. That doesn't require any specification or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You just need to know what you're doing. Um, <laughs> and really getting down into the nitty gritty, people will pay you to stretch them. As crazy as that sounds, they will pay you to stretch them. Uh, when somebody else stretches you, it is, so, I just like, you just like stop your body at a certain point. Cause you know, like a stretch will hurt good. <laughs> yeah, but hurt so good. I get that right. But when you get to a certain point, like I feel like it's your body's natural reaction to just kind of like stop because it feels like that pain. But when somebody else stretch, I can't explain it. I can't explain yeah. it. Yeah, anything. and that's, that's what a lot of people, and a lot of people afterwards, usually, cause I come into a lot of hip issue tight hips. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people will get up and be like, oh, I ain't felt like this in a minute. And, you know, that's <laughs> I got my group I back. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's so, so um, really that we just honestly with me is just I want you to be able to function better throughout life. That's it. That's my main goal is to make people's lives easier. And the best way to do that is usually getting people to relieve some stress through soft tissue therapy, massage and stuff like that. Um, you talk about maintenance care. Can you yeah. explain more specifically what maintenance care is and what its yeah. benefits are? I know you kind of talked about it a little bit, but just for like the lay person who's coming into this has no idea what to look for, ask for. Um, can you just talk about what that is? Maintenance care, I mean, <laughs> maintenance care is a broad category. Because I honestly, you don't even have to get soft tissue therapy. If maintenance care for you is more so the mental side than the physical, then mm-hmm. hey, I'm all for it. And we Granted, didn't they touch both stimulate each other. That is that is such a huge topic. We didn't even touch on the mental part, but oh, I wouldn't even. I would. Yeah, that's a whole nother ballpark. That's a but, whole nother hour. It's a whole nother yeah, hour. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. I absolutely agree. But yeah. in regards to that, it's um, if you need to maintenance care to me, it's like. If you need to go get a mani and a pedi, get that done um, because that. that's maintenance on your body. Your body is like a car. You got to take care of it if you want to live a long time. Let's mm-hmm. let's be real here. You want a so, Honda. Um, you want a Honda body that lasts long. You can put a lot of miles mm-hmm. on it. <laughs> you want mm-hmm. your body you to want be the Honda body. a Honda Civic. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Listen, 350,000 miles. Yep, and still going, are. still making still. the country trips. Man. No, has he passing it down from generation to generation? Generation to yes, you want that type of body. So, in order to do that, I mean, you have to invest in massage, you have to invest in haircuts, you have to invest in, you know, all of that. That's a big word, though, is invest because it does cost to produce the best outcome. Because so many people want to be like, oh, can you just train me? Like, that's not free, like, that is an investment. Like you need mm-hmm. to make an investment. And I think that it's a really important. And I'm glad you use that word because that's something that a lot of people don't think about. Like you have to invest in your body in all of the ways. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cause you can't just, I'm gonna tell you now, you can't just take care of one. Let's just say you're taking care of the mental side of everything. Well, the physical cause is going to suffer. I'm going to just tell you that now and vice mm-hmm. versa. If you're not taking care of your physical side, oh, you're going to know it. You're going to know it. Oh, you gonna know it? That ain't no problem. You gonna see? Mm-hmm. That's what your body will tell you. Ain't no problem. That ain't we'll no let problem. you know. 
<laughs> so on the what up my guy podcast instagram i made a little not a poll but like where people can like ask questions and i asked people what they wanted to know from a trainer and one of the questions that came up a couple of times was about cardio and one of those questions was why can't I just do cardio? Like I'm burning calories, basically. I'm smashing together like six different questions into one question. Um, but there are a bunch of questions just about cardio and why only doing cardio? Like why is that looked negatively upon? So can you talk about like what, how you should like mix different types of working out and different types of training? Yeah, so with cardio, everybody views cardio as just like running on the treadmill or running in general or walking up a stairmaster or something like that no cardio is a very broad spectrum so let's just say you did a higher intensity workout that's still cardio because it's getting your heart rate up um usually hit workouts um boot camp that i teach um stuff like that anything with a little bit higher intensity is usually involving some type of cardio um it's i'd I don't get why it's frowned upon. I personally, as I'd rather you be doing something than nothing. Right. right. So if you just want to do cardio, do your cardio. That's just me though. Cause I'm, I'm one of those people. I ain't going to judge. We got to start somewhere. So for those people that don't let other people judge you, that's a whole nother aspect too. That, that, but yeah, I'd say just focus on really just, finding out different workouts you can do. Hit style workouts, boot camp workouts. Um, if you like just lifting weights and go from there. I feel you. I feel you. I like it. Another question was what comes first, weights or cardio? I thought about like what comes first, like the chicken or the egg, but somebody asked what should come first, weights or cardio? And I kind of want to know, cause like when I go to the gym, I do treadmill or bike first and then I go do weights, but I don't know, like, are you supposed to do that? Does it matter? Like technically? I mean, technically, that's a tough question because technically you could, I say you need to warm up. So the easiest way to warm up is like to start on the bike or mm-hmm. get mm-hmm. walking or something like that mm-hmm. because with warming up you're just reducing the chances of you getting injured right. um so i'd say you can do a warm-up after and then a cool down before but both of those are still considered cardio right so it's kind of hard to say i'd say do what you want um if you like <laughs> as long as you you're like there doing, just do some do something john yeah <laughs> it's like if you want to do weights before cardio, do it. Cause I used to do it. If you want to do cardio before weights, do it. Cause I still used to do it. Um, it's honestly just how you want to spend that hour. So you might just want to split shift it or you might just want to do it before or after. Yeah. Doesn't and again, really it seems like it's just more trial and error. Like if weights yep. before cardio works for you, then that works for you. Um, yeah. I know some people prefer to go to the gym with a partner um, and somebody asks, is it, is it safe to go to the gym without a partner? Um, for me personally, I don't like going to the gym with another person because we sometimes you're like, you're switching out plates. I lift heavy. I'm not trying to deal with all that, like going at different paces, but what do you recommend for someone who wants to go to the gym alone or with a partner? Like, is it safer to go alone? Like, what are your recommendations in general? I'd say, um, 
go start now if you're intimidated go with a partner because they can motivate you mm-hmm. um go with someone who's experienced with working out because they can show you the ropes and stuff like that um for those of you who feel comfortable with going out a partner i mean go they might be your place of in for all i know um mm-hmm. and stuff like that so you can go without a partner um i'd say if you're starting you're just a beginner um ask for help stuff like that and then those who like partners it's all good um the biggest thing i see with partners though is like it takes a lot longer because there's a lot more talking usually from what i've seen in the gym there's way more talking than working out sometimes but it just depends on when you train have you ever done like do you do group or do you like two people or do you only do one-on-one training um so i've taught classes i've done group training and i've done one-on-one um the one-on-one is more for me just because i can correct form and i'm like a super stickler on form Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. so i'd say the the one for me is like one-on-one but i can do it all Okay. Do you feel like people benefit more from one-on-one or is it just depends on the person? Depends on the person and the experience level. Um, Some people, if they're experienced, they can do group or one-on-one. And then usually the people who are just starting out or um, because if we're being honest, you're like, as a personal trainer, you're kind of like almost like a therapist as well Mm -hmm. Um, because they they tend to tell you like all their business and family situations and stuff like that, just from my experiences. Yeah. But um, so you're like a part-time therapist as well. So some people just like it for that social aspect. Right, right. Especially your old lady patients. Man, I love you. get me started. <laughs> they love you so much. The last question that I'm gonna ask you, and this is from someone from the Instagram, which made me laugh so hard. They literally just said, what the fuck is pre-workout? <laughs> so Keith, what the F is pre-workout? <laughs> yeah. If it's healthy. Okay. So how do you, first of all, how do you, I've never used pre-workout. How do you choose pre-workout? Like, is it safe? Is it healthy? Like WTF is pre-workout help. I'm, I'm not a big component of pre-workout um, because every pre-workout is different. So um some stuff, a lot of supplements aren't regulated by the FDA um, mm-hmm. correctly. Mm-hmm. So I've heard a lot of things about different pre-workouts, different whey proteins, stuff like that. I've tried different whey proteins. I'm just not a big component of it. I'm more of on the natural side right. of getting your energy from actual food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not a, I'm not, I've never been a big person into the pre-workout, post-workout. Um, there's certain things you can take for recovery that I'm all for. Um, but yeah, I've never been a big pre-workout person. I don't know why, but you, I think are like the third or fourth trainer that I've heard say that. So I definitely, I feel like I want to read more because you are literally the third or fourth trainer that I have heard say that they are not a fan of pre-workout. Yeah. It's just, people, people are get super wired. Like I've seen people like, they'll work out for three hours and still be hyped up and stuff like that. I'm like, that sounds like more like an adrenaline rush or something like that. Or they're like wired all day, even after the workout stuff like that. It, it just, I'm not a big component. Yeah. No. Cause it reacts to everybody's body different. So. Right. Fair, fair. 
Okay. Thank you for answering those questions. Thank you, people listening, for sending those questions. The, there were others, of course, but some of them you answered as we were talking. But the pre-workout one was just really funny to me, the way that they sent yeah, it. Yeah, that just, was wild. What the fuck? Like, all of it. No, no filter. <laughs> but as we wrap up, Keith, do you want to plug um, your social media account so that the people can follow and connect with you, especially the people in Ohio that may need to be stretched? <laughs> hey, listen, um, really... If you there's two places you can find me. You can find me on Instagram. Um just look up Keith Base or Keith underscore five. Um and you will find me and then also look up Health is Wealth LLC. And usually I'm usually the top person. Um because I mean I'm the only business in Ohio with one. But hey. you know slight flex. But um you yeah. can find me on Instagram or hmm? slight flex. Slight Ooh. slight flex. You feel me? Um, <laughs> and yeah, so definitely reach out to me, DM me if you got any questions or anything about fitness, honestly, because oh. that's what I do. It is what you do. Thank you so much for being here, taking the time out of your night. If you're in Central Ohio, make sure you hit Keith up for all of your fitness needs, questions, all the things. Thank you to everyone listening. When you get a moment, please rate, review the podcast five stars and share with your guys in your group chats. I'll put all of Keith's contact information in the description. Um, Like I said, reach out to him for anything. He's great. He's funny, but keep it fitness um feel free to follow the podcast on instagram at what up my guy podcast and or email the podcast at wumgpodcast at gmail.com and i will be back to say what up soon bye